Hey guys, I'm Pastor Jason Shirley. I'm the associate pastor right here at Word of Life Church in Carlsbad, New Mexico. And I'm really excited that you have joined us today online. Just a couple of things. I want you to drop us a line if you're watching wherever in the world and let us know where you're watching from. We would love to hear from you. Second, if you want to partner with us today in a financial way, then you can give by texting 84321 and just text your amount, or you can go to our website, wolcarlsbad.com, and you can click the Give tab and give that way. The last thing today is that if you have any needs or anything like that that we can partner with you on, then drop us a line and send us that, and we're going to partner with you in prayer. I believe today is going to be a wonderful day. I want you to open up your heart to receive from the Word of God today and always remember that God is madly in love with you. Let's get to the service. Well, as they're um, receiving the offering today, we have a couple of announcements. The reason why you came today, the announcements. And uh, so, um, first off... I'm happy to say that we are an outreach church. Amen? Amen. That's what Word of Life is. That's why we exist, um, is to let the, the whole world know that God is madly in love with them. And um, one of the ways that we do that is every single month we do one organized, purposeful outreach. Now, I want you to live a lifestyle of outreach every day of your life. And that means that we go above and beyond to make sure that people know that God is madly in love with them. And you do it in different ways than I do, but we all do it. And so one of the things last weekend we got to do, we actually got to do two outreaches. Um, we helped out the uh, Carlsbad schools with the back-to-school bash, and they gave away a lot of school supplies and stuff. We did a dunk tank, we did face painting, we did snow cones, and we were ecstatic to do that. And um, then we also held a, a Blessing of the Bikes event where um, families and people who, um, who ride motorcycles often, they came and, and they brought their bikes and they had a, a fun day um, of eating food and hanging out and Elvis was there, the real one, not, the, not all these fake ones that you see, um, but the real Elvis was there. And um, so it was a, a really, really good day. But... Um, with the, the, the schools, um, Ms. Mackey, who was the uh, communications director at the schools, and now she's going to be the principal at uh, Eddie Alternative. And um, she texted me this week, and she said, hey, thank you so much for your church for coming out and helping with the back-to-school bash. We really appreciate it. And, and um, I said, let me know if there's anything we can do at Eddie. And she said, well, actually, I have a need. She said, I really want to do a rec room at Eddie. Um, she said, but because we decided to open the school late and um, there's a lot of circumstances, we have a very limited budget. We don't have the budget to do that. I said, let me see what I can do. So I thought, you know what? There's not a better way for us to use outreach dollars than to reach out to the students in our community. And so um, Brooklyn and I, went and met with Miss Mackey on uh, Wednesday, I believe it was, and um, we, we uh, talked to her about what her need was, and I know this is like, we're just throwing it at you, and we're like, hey, we did this. Would you like to partner? But we already did it, because I know the heart of this church, and I know that, um, that outreach, whoa, 
This is like announcement, uh, but like the speed version, right? It's like speed dating before announcements. Um, so what we did is we set aside a block of money and we said, we're going to go out and uh, we're going to buy as much stuff for a rec room as we can possibly buy. And so this is part of it. Part of what we got for uh, Eddie Alternative, um, we've got a ping pong table right here. It's on a cart because um, it weighs like 8 million pounds. Um, but together, Pastor Daniel and I's max is 8 million. So it worked out really well. Um, it was hard, but we got it. And um, they needed some basketballs. They have, they have one basketball goal that, that works and the other one's broken. And um, so we bought them basketballs. We got nets for their indoor courts, for their outdoor courts. And then we have a rim, and we need to bolt it back up. But I'll get to that in a minute. So um, we bought a couple of footballs. We've got um, the things that they need for, for ping pong. Um, we've got cornhole here. We have custom cornhole boards, which is pretty awesome, right? And uh, the Pastor Daniel made, so that's cool. And um, we have uh, big Jenga. And... Uh, we have uh, some Ultimate Frisbees here. I bought, and I don't have them today, but I bought two portable disc golf baskets and um, some starter disc golf sets that they can put outside. And then I bought a pool table, which leads to another story, because yesterday I went to El Paso to pick up the pool table at Sears, and um, literally like 30 seconds away from loading the pool table in the truck... A guy decides to attack people at Walmart, which is right next to the mall. And so I did not get the pool table, but we, uh, Tiffany and I, jumped in the Jeep, and um, along with uh, a guy and his three sons that were frantic and running around, the kids were shaking, and they asked if they could get in. We're like, absolutely. And so um, Tiffany went all like Dukes of Hazard on. Uh, she was in the driver's seat because she had pulled the truck around, and the dude was all, go, go, and he lays down in the bed, and she's all, Mrah. I'm telling you what, adrenaline right there. I was like, nobody better get in our way, or Tiffany's going to flat run him over. I guarantee you that. So anyway, um, so it, it was kind of surreal. I know that um, we had several of our church family that were in El Paso, and actually, um, Rihanna and her family were in the mall, and they were in, uh, in the van store and pushed into the, the storage room um, back in the back, and, um, but everybody was safe, and everybody was, uh, was good, a little shaken up. Um, Rihanna had texted me to pray. I was like, we were just right there, but we were like, get out of there. So... Um, Anyway, um, we stayed, and, and um, we hung out for a little bit, made sure everybody was cool, and then, uh, and then we went ahead and came home, but we will have the pool table by Tuesday, as long as um, Sears reopens by Tuesday. Um, but things are coming in, and I know I kind of bounced around, so what I need here is on Tuesday at 5.30, we're going to be meeting... Um, here at the church to load up stuff, and then we're going to run down to Eddie, and we're going to set up all this stuff for them. They've got a lot of stuff to do um, to get that school ready because it, was, it, it was, wasn't something that was on the docket, and so um, I don't want to burden them with anything else. Um, so we're not only going to take it to them and say, here it is, but we're also going to set it all up and make sure it's ready for the first day of school. And so um, 
Anybody who can help, um, don't think that we don't need you because we do. Anybody that can help, come and meet up 5.30 here on Tuesday, and then we're going to run over to Eddie, and we're going to set this stuff up for him. I'm just really excited about the opportunity to serve our community. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can clap, and you don't have to. You can clap because I said to. It's whatever. Amen. Um, a couple of other things we have. The month of uh, October... In the 20th through the 27th, we're going to do Mad Love Week, and I'm going to be talking about that a whole lot here coming up, especially during the month of September, all right? We're going to be talking about Mad Love Week, but go ahead and just mark off your calendar, Mad Love Week. We're going to have some very specific things to do, um, and, and we're excited about that, and then the month of September is back to church month. And um, we're going to be reaching out to those that, for whatever reason, they've, they've, um, they've stepped out of regular attendance of church. I, 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 don't, I don't know why. I don't care why. Um, I, I don't mean that I don't care about them. It just means it's not important to me. It's not important to me um, whether there was, you know, just stuff that came up or maybe they got upset about, about something or whatever or maybe. I, I don't know. Um, sometimes it's just hard to get back into the routine once you kind of uh, don't come for a little bit because circumstances happen or whatever. So September is back to church month where we just say, you know what, no questions asked. We're happy that you're here. And um, so we're going to be doing a, a very purposeful effort to encourage those that have stepped out of church for whatever reason to come back and welcome them home and to know that they have a place here at Word of Life. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. So we're super excited about Back to Church Month in September. And then my last announcement is starting next week, um, I'm going to begin a, a three-part message, which is um, probably the most important um, series of messages that I've ever preached in my life. What uh, most of you guys know, I think probably all of you know, that about six weeks ago, um, this is the, the Reader's Digest version, but about six weeks ago, um, Tiffany had a doctor's appointment. She'd been having some health challenges, and uh, the doctor told us um, that day that um, she had cancer that had spread to, um, that had begun to spread in her body. So she had it in her, her lungs, her liver, and um, in her colon. And um, it was spreading rapidly, and they sent us immediately for a, um, for a PET scan. And um, so we had the opportunity to have faith in action. And the things that I've preached for years, the things that uh, I've counseled with people for years, it all just came to the forefront, and it was like the, the enemy was taunting me saying, what are you going to do now? You tell all these people all these things, but can you live it? But can you walk it out? And I have to say that walking that out, even though it was a very short time, the, the story ends this way. What well, doesn't end, but the next part of the story is that two weeks later, um, we got a, a report back from the doctor that said, there, were not only, there was not only no cancer, but there was no, no spots, there were no nodules, there was no gross, there were no nothing. There was nothing. We have two reports that says that her body was full of cancer. And we have one that was the ultimate report that said that she has a clean bill of health, that there's absolutely nothing wrong. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. But during that short time, 
we had an opportunity to walk this out. And um, Tiffany's gotten to tell her story, and I've kind of, um, for once in my life, kind of shut up and let her uh, tell her story. But hers is 30 minutes, and it's on, um, it's on YouTube and Facebook and Vimeo and that kind of thing. Hers is 30 minutes, and mine's going to take three weeks of messages, all right? So, um, but I told her uh, th- that very first day, whenever I could stop crying for a minute, I said, you know what? These sermons are going to be fire when we get through this, and, uh, and it will be. So the next three weeks, make sure that you're here um, because it's going to be good, y'all. All right. I have 20 minutes, and in these 20 minutes, uh, I believe that we're going to say some things that impact your life, amen? Because God is good, right? Praise God. I want you to say with me, I'm planted. Say it again like you mean it, I'm planted. Now, I'm going to tell you what it means to be planted, and then you can decide whether you're planted or not, amen? Praise God. This is bugging me right here. I'm going to pick it up. It's broken. You know, here's a funny story. Um, the, these picks sometimes break, and I had very fragile picks today. And um, Adriana, she knows that I have other picks right here. So I felt the pick break, and I tossed it on the ground. I grabbed the other one real quick. And uh, we even just had a conversation about this, but she could not help herself, and she had to pick it up to put it back on, and then she discovered that it was broken. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's why. So it's just a little thing that, anyway... Thought I'd let you in on our inside joke. Maybe you don't care. You're like, I wish you'd just go on with the message. Because now he has 18 minutes. Today we're going to talk about being planted. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you that it's spirit and it's life to us. God, I thank you that you have given us your word so that we can apply it to our lives and we can live our best life because your life is inside of us. God, we give you thanks and we give you praise today. We ask for you to speak to our hearts through your Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. When we talk about being planted, I, I, I like this tree right here. Because this tree, even though it's, it's strong and it's substantial, I don't know what happened to this tree. I don't know what the story is. Maybe this dude knows that's right here. I don't know. Maybe it's just a random dude that's just walking up. He's like, that's a cool tree. I don't have any idea. Maybe he's the one that, no, he's not the one that planted that tree. He's not that old. Um, but this tree... If it were to tell a story, I'm sure that it would tell us about storms and trials that it had seen. Because I feel very certain, now I'm not trying to put words in this tree's mouth, but I feel very certain that this tree didn't start all crooked. I bet it started, it was planted, It started to grow up. It probably had a little tree well around it, right? A little bubbler that would bubble up. It was probably cared for. And it began to sprout and it began to bud and it began to grow up. But somewhere along the line, a storm came and began to blow that tree. But it held on. And then probably another storm came. And then probably a drought came. And then probably some heat came. And it had all kinds of opportunities to abandon its purpose and to die. But instead, it stands here today. Maybe it's a little beaten up. It looks a little weird. It's kind of leaning over, but it's providing shade for that guy that's right there. It's accomplishing its purpose. 
and we look at this, and this tree, it actually has made it to the point that it's on Google. When you search for trees, it shows a picture of this tree. It like made it, right? This tree right here is famous, but I wish I could hear its story. Because I bet its story is like yours, because you've been beaten up a little bit, because you've been broken a little bit, because you've had all kinds of opportunities to not be here today, but you're here today. And maybe you're leaning over a little bit. Maybe you feel a little ragged, but you're here. Why are you here? Because you were planted, and you're not going to stop being planted. Because you were planted. Let's look. In Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5, and we have these shirts, these shirts right here. Who's wearing one? Tiffany, come up here, please, just because you look better than me. That's the only reason I want you to come up here. Oh, my gosh, that's the only amen I get all day. You look better than, amen, brother. Afterwards, y'all are going to shake my hand and say, you know, that part where you said Tiffany looked better than you, that really touched my life. So they have Word of Life on the front. Turn around back. You guys probably can't read it, but it has Jeremiah 17, verse 7. And it says this, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree that is hashtag planted by the water that sends out its root by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green, It has no worries in a year of drought, and it never fails to bear fruit. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So I want to tell you today that you can be like that tree. And I wanted to put it on a shirt because I want you to remember, and I wanted to make these shirts $5 so you could get them quick, all right? So these shirts are $5, and everything else, all of the T-shirts in the bookstore today are $5, all right? Our stock is low, but they're $5, so I bet you could squeeze into that medium, all right? <laughs> so the first part of that verse in Jeremiah 17, it says, thus says the Lord, cursed is the man, and we can bring that up right here, cursed is the man who trusts in man, Cursed is the man who trusts in man. Can we bring that up right here? Because I'm going to get all off if I don't. There we go. Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. We do that so often because we put our trust either in ourselves or in somebody else, and we think that we can accomplish what we need to accomplish just by hard work, just by dedication, just by grinding it out every single day, getting up, grinding it out, making sure that we do what we're supposed to do, but sometimes we need a little help. Amen? I believe this, that God has given us a brain. Amen? God has given us a work ethic, amen? The scripture tells us, praise be to God, because it's him who gives us the power to get wealth. He's given us the ability to go and to use what he's given us to accomplish great things, but there's a place that he wants to take us that we fall short of on our own strength. He says, cursed is a man who trusts in man because he makes his flesh his strength whose heart departs from the Lord, for he shall be like a shrub 
in the desert. Anybody driving to, uh, let's just say, Hobbs, lush, green forests, right? <laughs> Beautiful scenery. Anybody work out in the oil patch? Can you not see the forest for the trees when you get out there, right? You're like, man, this is, this is wonderful. Now, I'll say that I like desert landscape, and, but no one would ever accuse it of being lush, right? We live in a tropical rainforest here in southeastern New Mexico. It's like a shrub planted in the desert. What would happen Chris, what would happen if you went out on one of the sites where you're doing a move and uh, you decide just to plant a palm tree out there? <laughs> it wouldn't last very long, would it? It's like a shrub planted in the desert. It shall not see when good comes. So you get like this and you don't even begin to see when, when good comes. Man, good things are happening, but you're so jaded, you're so dry, you're so broken, you're so brittle that you can't even see when good comes because you're putting your trust in man. You're putting your trust in your flesh. It says, but he shall inhabit or he shall choose to live in the parched places in the wilderness, in the place where vital sustenance is scarce, in a salt land that's not inhabited. It says he chooses to live here, but then he says, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope, whose expectation, the reason they get out of bed every single day is because of the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord because he will be like a tree that is planted. Everybody say, I'm planted. Amen. Say it again, I'm planted. Amen. He says that he will be like a tree that is planted. Planted. The word planted means stationed in a specific position. I am stationed in a specific position. I have decided that I am going to be planted. I'm not going to leave it to chance. I'm not going to go just wherever I go. I'm not going to just be scattered and just let it come. I'm going to be planted. Where am I going to be planted? It says he is planted by the waters. See this other guy up here? He chose to live in the parched places. And he's wondering why things aren't happening in his life. Let me ask you this, because we don't have time to draw it out today, so I'm just going to be straight up. How many of you choose to live in the parched places and then wonder why you don't see growth in your life? You're just scattered out in the parched places you're away from the waters. The Bible says that his word is the living water unto us. And we're far away from the word of God and we choose to not place a priority on the word of God. We choose not to place a priority in our family on the things of God. And we let all these other things happen and then we wonder why there's no growth. And when the storm comes, we wither away. But I'm telling you today that blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord because he's like a tree that is planted 
on purpose by the water. He's like a tree that spreads out its roots into the river. He's like the man who is going to say, I'm going to get as close to the source as I possibly can. And for my family's sake, I'm not going to let anything take me from it. For my family's sake, I'm going to tap into the water. I'm going to tap into the vital sustenance. I'm going to be planted there on purpose. So I want you to say again, I'm planted. He says, I will not fear. This person does not fear when the heat comes. See, the person that's out in the parched places, when the heat comes, it's like, oh, great, the heat's coming again. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it today. It's going to be 105 degrees today. I don't know if I'm going to make it today. The heat's coming. Does the heat ever come in your life? Does the heat ever come for your family? Does the heat ever come and try to, to steal away? It's like just one more thing that I have to deal with, and the heat is on right now. But if you're planted, you don't have to worry about the heat. I know that the heat's coming, but it's okay. It's all right. I can go inside. There's air conditioning. It's cool. I can grab a bottle of water. I'm going to be fine. I don't have to worry when the heat comes because my leaves are going to be green. My leaves are going to be green. I had a guy the other day. I, I'm, pretty, um, I'm pretty particular about my yard. And I don't have a perfect yard. But if it goes like four days and it hadn't been mowed, I'm like, my yard needs mowed. Tiffany's like, it's going to be fine. You don't have to go. It's 8 o'clock at night. It's going to get dark in 15 minutes. I'll be all right. I have my phone. <laughs> the other day before we left town, the yard was getting a little bit high. I got up at 6 in the morning so that I could mow the yard before we left because I didn't want it to just keep growing. I don't want those weeds to think that they can stay. Right? That's a, good, that's a good message right there, isn't it? I don't want those weeds to think they can stay. I want to make sure I cut them off before they begin to seed and spread. I know. I don't have time. Oh, y'all stop. I don't have time. But I'm telling you, we had friends that came from Oklahoma. Now, in Oklahoma, it's, um, it's green. It's, it, actually, Oklahoma is called green country, right? So Oklahoma's green. And we have friends that visited from Oklahoma, and they said, why is your yard green and everybody else's is brown? I said, because my water bill is like a million dollars in the summer. I water my yard a lot, and I mow it a lot. I don't have to worry. Everybody else can have brown grass and whatever, but my leaves are going to be green. My leaves are going to be green. Why? Because I am planted. Say, I'm planted. It says, its leaves will be green. It says, and it will not be anxious. It will not be stressed out. We can say that one. I, I'm not stressed. Say, I'm not stressed. <laughs> you could say it with more confidence. He says, you don't have to stress you don't have to be anxious in the year of drought. Year of drought. Year. Some of y'all stress out in the hour of drought, right? He says, I don't have to stress out in the year of drought. 
because I'm not going to cease to yield fruit. I'm not going to cease to, why? Because I am planted by the river. I'm hooked up. I, I know who's got my back. I don't have to worry about my family. See, everybody else can be freaking out. Everybody else can be struggling. Everybody else can be having a hard time. But for me, the same thing can come to me, and I'm not going to worry about it because I'm planted. But my leaves are going to be green. And there's going to be good fruit produced. One translation of this verse says that it will yield fruit in every season. In every season. How many know, and let's just be honest, some seasons in life are better than other seasons in life, right? We can all attest to that. We can all say that we've had seasons where things are just awesome, and we can say that we've had seasons where everything has been a grind, where it's hard just to even get up in the morning, where we have to just struggle through day to day and take it hour by hour by hour. But I know this, that if I stay planted, see, what if this tree right here, when the first, when the first uh, storm came, what if this tree said, forget this, I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere else, forget it. What would have happened? That tree would have died. But he stayed planted. He stayed planted. If you want your family to succeed in every season of life, you say, my family, we're going to stay planted. And I don't know about everybody else, but for my family, our leaves are going to be green because we're going to stay planted. And are we going to get hailed on sometimes? Yeah, we're going to get hailed on sometimes. Is there going to be a little bit of damage? Probably be a little bit of damage, but I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay planted. I might lean over a little bit, but I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to make sure that I stay planted. Even in the year of drought, I'm going to stay planted. Even though I may lose my job, I'm going to stay planted. Even though things may crumble around me, I'm going to stay planted. Even though things don't work out the way maybe I thought they should have worked out, I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay planted in every season. Let's go to the next verse. One minute, y'all. We're not going to make it. But we're going to be close, I promise. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, and this is, this is important. Now, what happens here, and I'm going to give you just, I told Tiffany last night at like 1.30 a.m., um, I said, I have way too much out of this verse that I can do in my one minute I have left. So we're not even going to approach it the way that it needs to be approached. We're just going to touch the surface. And then at some point, we'll come back to this because it's like mind-blowing, all right? But Joshua is meeting with his entire nation here. And he's meeting in a valley that's called Shechem. And now Shechem, just to give you this much of what this means, is as Joshua's meeting here, this is a very important place because this is the place that Abraham was told by God that you are going to be the father of many nations and everything that you see is going to be yours. This is a place where Joseph's bones and Joseph's remains, and the, the, the pillar, 
the pillar of this nation. This is the place that his remains just outside of Shechem were buried. It's so much history. It was a place that had been set aside and consecrated to God. And so they stand there, and Joshua, being old, is talking to his armies, talking to his nation. And he starts off by saying, remember, God did this, 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 all these things. God did all these things for us. But then he says, now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river in Egypt. And serve the Lord. And if it seems evil, now that word evil, I liked this translation so I kept it. But I think our understanding of that word evil is a little bit deceiving whenever we read this. Because we think evil meaning horrible or bad or, or evil meaning despicable or I can't even come up with strong enough words. But what this means is if it seems inconvenient for you to serve the Lord, if it seems inconvenient for you, this is Joshua bringing it hard. He says, guys, God did all these things for you, but if it's inconvenient for you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods that your fathers served that were on the other side of the river, and you can't even read that line. Or it says, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. So he gives them two options here. He says, I want you to choose who you're going to serve. Some of y'all are serving the gods that your father served, and some of y'all are serving the gods of the Amorites. Now, when he's talking about the gods that your father served, I believe he's saying here, are you going to serve the past glories and miss what's in front of you? What are you going to do? Are you going to serve the past glories? Are you going to serve the, man, God did some awesome things back there. I know he did. But some of y'all, you're walking backwards all the time, looking at the past glories and wondering why God's not doing anything now. Are you going to continue to do that? Are you going to continue to just look and remember how it was and pass down how it was and never look ahead to how it can be and that God is moving us and growing us and taking us to a place that we've never seen before? We don't have to cross the Red Sea again. We've already crossed the Red Sea. We don't have to take Jericho again. We've already taken Jericho. So let's build on that. And let's say the God that took me across the Red Sea, the God that brought down Pharaoh and his armies, the God that brought down Jericho, the God that has moved me into the promised land is going to take me and my family to a place that I have never seen before because what's ahead of me is better than what's behind me. So what are you going to do? Are you going to serve the past? Are you going to serve the God of the Amorites in whose land you dwell? Guys, we dwell in a land that is fallen. We dwell in a land that is broken. We saw it yesterday. Right in our backyard in El Paso that we dwell in a land that is broken and hurting 
In Dayton, Ohio, last night, woke up this morning and saw that there was another shooting in Dayton, Ohio, last night. We live in a land that is broken, that is hurting, but we live in a land that needs a savior. And what are we going to be? Are we going to be the light or are we going to serve the gods of the Amorites, the false gods? What are we going to focus on? Are you going to focus on something that can make a difference? Are you going to focus on something that can take you way further than you could ever take yourself? What are you going to focus on? What's going to be the thing that you strive for? Where are you going to be planted? Who are you going to serve? So Joshua asked them, are you going to serve the past? Are you going to serve the Amorites and and conform to the land that you live in right now? What are you going to do? He says, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm not telling you what to do, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be planted. As for me and my house, I can't speak for your house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my house... We're going to be planted, and even if I'm the only one, I wonder if there were other trees there. I wonder if there were other trees at one point that, that, you know, the storm came in 1985, and it blew it over, and it became unplanted. We had the drought of 1992. Remember that? See, if this guy could tell stories... He said, man, I had five friends right here, but then drought came. Man, that extreme heat, whenever we had that global warming in like 2007. That was a bad joke, probably. It got real hot and some people died. Some trees, they couldn't handle it, but now I I, I stayed planted. I stayed planted, and I'm here today because I stayed planted, and I'm not going to pretend that I'm not going to face another storm because I probably will, but I'm going to stay planted. He said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm not going to go way into this, but to serve means three things, to dress like or identify, to identify with someone or something. I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to put on Christ is what Paul tells us to do. I'm going to put on Christ. To serve the Lord, I'm going to put on Christ. I'm going to dress myself with Christ. That's what I'm going to do. As for me and my house, we're going to put on Christ. As for me and my house, we're going to put on the new man. We're going to throw the old man out. We're going to put on righteousness. We're going to put on tender mercies as the elect of God. We're going to put on Christ. That's what we're going to do because we're planted. It means to work for. As for me and my house, We're going to serve the Lord. That means we're going to work for the Lord. That means we're going to do outreach. That means we're going to be plugged in. We're not just going to take up space. We're going to be plugged in. We're going to do things. Guys, I'm here to tell you, I want you to serve in the church. And I don't have time to mess around today because I'm like negative seven minutes. So um, I want you to serve in the church, and I want you to let your kids serve alongside you in the church. Because if you do that, then you're making a statement to your kids that we are planted. This is what we're doing. We're planted. And we're going to make sure that we know how to serve. We're going to make sure that we know how to serve. And then it means to worship and enjoy. Sometimes we think serving the Lord 
means that we do a whole bunch of stuff that we don't like. But I'm here to tell you, it's not about doing stuff that you don't like. It's about tapping into those talents and abilities that God's already given you and letting him take them to the next level. I think about Elijah back there. And Elijah is a gifted artist. And he said, God, here's my hands. Are you doing things that you never thought you would do, Elijah? And, it's, and you, you're able to use your passion, right? What you're already good at, what God already gave you. And then he's taken it further because you said it's yours. And we've had a lot of conversations, and I don't think I'm speaking out of line even to say that. Because he takes what he's given you and he increases it to worship means to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to worship. I'm going to give thanks out of a genuine place in my heart because God has been so good to me. As for me and my house, we're going to worship the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to give thanks to the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to offer our hands in service to the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to put on Christ. As for me and my house, we are going to stay planted. No matter what comes our way, we are going to stay planted. How are you successful in every season of your life, guys? I'm here to tell you, you've got to stay planted. If you do, you'll see success. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Today, I want to ask you a, a really important question. Maybe... Maybe you've never, you've never been planted. It's okay. None of us are planted in, until we're planted, right? So maybe you've never been planted. But maybe you would say today, it's time. It's time for me to be planted. It's time for me to take the step to be planted. Chris, can I get you to come and play? So today, if that's you, if you said, you know what, I, I need to take the step, it's time. See, the thing is, guys, we can't do it by ourselves. We cannot do it alone. You may be good, but you're not that good. Every one of us falls short every single day, and we need a Savior. And so if that's you, and you would say, God, I need you. God, I can't do it on my own. The Scripture tells us. That if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, if we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. And that word saved, it means that in this life we live our best life. It means in this life that the promises of God are revealed in us. And that word saved also means that in the life to come, Whenever we die, whenever we pass from this life and we go into eternity, we have assurance that our eternity will be in the arms of God. So today, if you would say that I've never done that, I've never asked Jesus into my life, 
I need to give you the opportunity to do that. And the reason I say I need to is that's why I'm here. That's my purpose. In fact, any of you that are children of God, this is your purpose too, to seek and to save that which was lost. So I'm gonna ask you to pray a prayer with me and those things that the Bible tells us that we need to do to be saved, that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and I trust that you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. Now, when we say that Jesus is Lord, all we're saying is, Jesus, I cannot do this on my own. I need your help. And so I give you permission to come into my life and rule in me because you're better than me. And so if you're willing to say that today because you need Jesus, I'm going to invite you to say this prayer with me. And I'm going to invite everybody in here to say it with us. If you're watching online, say it with us today. We don't want anybody to pray alone. We don't want you to, to, to feel isolated. Or It's not what it's about. It's about you and God. So if you've never accepted Jesus, I want you to pray this prayer with us today. Say, Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe that you died for me. And I believe that you rose again. And I ask you to come into my life to help me and to change me. And I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you said that for the very first time today, the Bible says you're a child of God. Thank you once again for joining us today online. We value you and we want to hear from you. If you made a decision for Christ today, you can select I Choose Jesus on our website. and We've got a couple videos for you to watch so that you can get started on your walk with God. We've also got a free ebook that you can download right from our website called I Choose Jesus. And I want to encourage you to do that. Once again, thank you for joining us. And remember that God is madly in love with you.